Yeah, if that's a, that isn't your first tell, what the heck are you talking about, Duffoid guys? <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking? About? Return of the Last Jasp. Star Trek. Jasp. Yes, this episode on Battlestar Galactica. That's actually mm. something I would like to talk less about. But Battlestar. Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> okay, we got the um, we got Jared and Dana. And yes. The yes. online idiots, Joe and Alex. <laughs> and Daniel's joining us this week. Woohoo! Yay! Yes, well, he's not close to a microphone right now, so. Hello! <laughs> Hello! Much, much louder. That was an abrupt ending to our music. Music time over. <laughs> okay, Last Jedi is out, and everyone's talking about it because it's, um, yep. And the thing to do, it's a, it's a, yep. It's the thing to do before we go do other things that are before we enjoy our Christmas. (laughs) Yes. Because it's being recorded. So basically we've all seen it for at least a week now and we've all been holding it to ourselves. No, I saw holding it. Like my legs have been crossed for two days. I've been holding it for so long. Wow. You should probably go. (laughs) That's unhealthy. (laughs) You'll blow a gasket. (laughs) Well, let, let's start the Last Jedi talk with this. <laughs> okay, I played my sound. I'm done. All right. You played your sound and you're done. Hardcore pornography. <laughs> oh, and uh, this will be all spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Oh, yes. Spoilers, spoilers. So, yes, if you haven't seen it, pause now. We'll wait. All right, this is going to be a roundtable discussion. So, who wants to start and wherever you want to start is fine. We're going to hit everything. <laughs> and that's one way to start. Who is that? That was me. Yeah, that was Adam. There's a sound effect. Me. The very first thing I have written down here is whether you like the Je- the Last Jedi or not will depend on whether you simply want to surrender to its pleasures visually, or whether you want to think hard about it. It's interesting because there's really not much left of any substance at the end. It pretty much uh, ended where it began. It yeah, didn't go anywhere. kind of. Well, I think it, it, it. I think it ended a little further behind where it began. It basically took all of the any mysterious elements, like new things that had everybody buzzing. Yeah. At the end of episode seven, like wh- who is Ray's parents? Where did she come from? Is she like? Doesn't matter. Doesn't Anakin, matter. <laughs> yeah. That's me buzzing. She like Sorry. Anakin reincarnated? <laughs> is she? You know. Oh please. That's, related to Luke somehow. Idea. No. They took they took all of those fan theory and it's not that I it's I don't care that they swept them all away. I care that that seems to be what their main focus was. Speaking of where Ray comes from, I want to say that personally, I think it's awesome if that's true that she came from nobody. Like that she's not of yeah. any kind of yeah. like known bloodline or anything like that. I think that makes it even more yeah. amazing. Yeah. You uh, know? Um, I remember when I saw it in the theater, I saw it with my two friends that I usually go to opening nights with, and I leaned over to one and I said to her, I was like, they damn well better tell us during this t- this movie who her parents are. And like when he finally said that at that part in the movie, I was livid. Like I was really upset. But then like the more I thought about it, like the more I realized that's actually really awesome that yeah. if she's from. Well, it, it breaks from the old formula, too. Exactly. Anakin wasn't from anywhere either. Well, he was a manifestation of the Force. Or was he? Supposedly. There are also theories that he was a creation of Plagueis, so who knows? Are you an angel? Also, the thing, I kind of like that they 
their explanation for Ray's parentage was nobody. But you're also taking that from Kylo is the one who said it. Yeah, but then he made that comment like they're buried and dead and buried on a traitor's planet. Yeah, which would be Jakku. And he could have been getting stuff from Snoke since Snoke or since confessed. Or since our minds were connected, yeah. you know, they could have gleaned something that way. But like, then you kind of repressed memory. In fact, there have been yeah. people complaining that if they sold her off for drinking beer, money, beer money, how did she? How did they have money to get a passage off the planet? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. good question. Quit overthinking everything. Well, that's that's Star Wars fans in general. So you're gonna have to go with us, Alex. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'll do my overthinking later in this okay. podcast. <laughs> We'll have the we'll have the quacks ready. Um, yeah, they'll be delayed <laughs> or early. That was the best delay ever. Sorry, a little early. So um, yeah, that's I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that honestly. Um, and they obviously that's what they're going for because the little kid at the end was obviously a nobody, and he can use the force. So yeah, that must be where they're going. No, that's because Disney owns it now. Don't you see that was totally an homage to Fantasia when he made that broom move? <laughs> Come on now. He was, <laughs> I never he was wearing, oh my God. He was wearing the wrong hat, though. <laughs> yeah, wrong hat, wrong robe. <laughs> I think part of it boils. But it's all Disney now. The mouse owns all. I mean, come on. Dude, that kid's Mickey Mouse. Too small. Yeah. I think part of what the, the philosophy there on Ray was this is this is classic Disney right now. Everybody can be somebody special. And mm, see, they, all through episode seven, they built this up. Like she was supposed to be this great mysterious character. And then whoops, we just pulled the rag out from under you. She's nobody. So you think that they were originally going to make her somebody, but then decided to go the, the classic Disney princess well, route? See, Abrams <laughs> set it up that way. And that's why there was all uh, these fan theories. Yes, but Abrams had anyways, you know. It was just kind of one of those big, oh, you know, in the movie. It was like, what? <laughs> well, apparently Ryan Johnson did talk to him, JJ, about that. And he didn't give him an idea of where he was trying to go with it. So JJ mm -hmm. had the opportunity to say, hey, she's supposed to be a Skywalker, a Kenobi, or whatever. I kind of like that they don't because there's so many other Star Wars stories where people are just nobodies and the Force just chooses them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just like Dana said, I think that was Dana that said it, it breaks the mold. So what you're saying is that they had this whole, they, they're just writing one movie at a time. They don't have any kind of a map or anything. No idea in their mind of an overall plot. We're just going to make every movie just kind of its own we're, little. We're going to let every director just have his have his liberties with it. And Yes. <sighs> is exactly what this movie has confirmed. Can I that, punch the internet? Now they're clearly talking to one another a little, but they obviously didn't have a plan. Well, that's kind of how the books are, too, isn't it? And there are a bunch of different authors that write the books, and they kind of just, I mean, they follow the same canon, yeah. but they kind of well, go off. On there's their only own, so don't many they? official canon books now. All the old school ones uh, are all okay. not. Yeah. They're, they're called the Legacy now. They disregarded all There's that. only a handful of actual canon ones. Now, if you want real information on Star Wars, read comic books. That's where, they're, that's where all the little in between mm -hmm. glue is coming from. Between comics, Rebels, Clone Wars, the cartoons pretty yeah. much, they have been building more mythology than the movies ever yeah, could. Yeah, which is fascinating. Fascinating. Maybe this trilogy would have been better if J.J. did all three. Because I know, like, Ryan Johnson has been greenlit for his own trilogy. And that might be the best thing ever. Now because... with more lens flare. <laughs> because I really wanted The Last Jedi to end with Poe being frozen in Barbamite. 
on Cloud City of Despin, while Finn was discovered to be the other only black man in the universe. Hey, you had your parallels. You didn't see them? Oh, no. I saw them, and actually the way they did those parallels, I loved. I did Because, once again, it was pretty much one of those, we know you're going to expect these parallels. Let's do them and then twist them. Completely destroy your expectations. Instead of a a, uh, whenever they landed on the white planet. Yeah, I thought it was going to be an ice planet, and it ended up being a salt planet. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and that actually has a double meaning. Pretty much, he knew that the fans were going to be salty about this movie, and he's like, hey, look. (laughs) 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 Lame. Ryan Johnson (laughs) really just gave a huge middle finger to the fans and made me the happiest guy on the planet with it. Hey, did you speaking speaking of parallels? Did you see the Porkins esque character yeah, that bought I did. it like right in the very first fight? Well, they're all over, boom! <laughs> I was like, "Oh, there's Porkins 2017." Yep, yeah. I saw it too. I almost laughed when I saw it. <laughs> Porkin Porkins great grandson. Got to be a Porkins in every trilogy. Apparently, we got we got a couple more movies yet before we have to see another one. You want to talk about <laughs> untimely deaths in this movie? How about Akbar getting nothing? Ugh, nothing. Oh, hey, Akbar's dead. Let's go, like, run. We, we had, you had a setup of a, a brand new admiral sacrifice herself yeah. to save everybody, which was awesome. Why not let Akbar do that? Yeah, that would have been, yeah. A- apparently from the comic books, he's the one to name that and shit. And he doesn't have purple hair. Purple hair is cool, okay. <laughs> the whole thing about her, what is it, Admiral Holdo? Holdo, who yeah. Admiral these... Gender Studies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who, who comes up with these names, Holdo? Why keep all of that a secret? Yeah. Why say, oh, we're going to, you know... Why, plot, plot device. Why did she allow... Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, that's another You have to have Poe's po, character grow. Unfocused writing, I think. It didn't make sense. It's like, okay, you, you wanted Poe's character to grow. From the moment the he head. started freaking out, she should have said, hold on, it let just, me explain. Just bring him aside. And yeah. you didn't have to tell the audience. Right. Just bring him aside and be like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Because there was plenty of story going on with the um, Finn and Rose story, which took forever. You mean non-story? Yeah, which apparently took as long as the whole battle. And I don't know. The time thing in this movie is a little weird, too, because... Yeah. Another parallel to Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it actually yeah. is. Yeah. There is some wonky time stuff going on there, too. Wonky time, wonky physics. Well, speaking of purple-haired lady, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. That was probably one of the most epic scenes in any space movie I've ever seen. When she light jumps that uh, ship that right was, through. Yeah, that was, was cool. Great. Oh, yeah. I just don't think she insane. needed to be the one that did it. Like Adam says, a- Akbar would have been a much better choice. Instead of inventing a character for two hours to have her sack. There's no, the audience was not emotionally invested in her at all. They were just like, oh, she's the last one left. She's going to pilot the ship into the... The media is going nuts over it anyway, so we all know exactly why they did that. Well, no. The reason that that happened was you needed a character that the audience would instantly hate. And thus why they put a lady in command and started instantly berating Poe. That's also why she never explained the plan to Poe. Yes, it's stupid. Yes, she's an idiot for doing it. But from a story standpoint, it's exactly what you need to subvert the expectations of the audience and let her be the hero. Which, again, seemed to be the writer's entire goal all all through this script was let's make people keep guessing what's happening. Instead of focusing on a good character-driven story, they're like, hey, let's direct them this way and then swerve. Let's direct them this way and then swerve. It's like the whole way through the movie, that's what it was. No, because they did a good job with 
the main characters sort of trying to, you know, Luke was good in this and and Ray and what's his face? Oh, angry pants. Angry high waist pants. <clears throat> that was Hux. about it. Yeah. Hux? No, 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 no. Angry high waist pants. Kylo, sorry. Oh. Yeah. But that's about all they focused on. Yeah, yeah. Um You know, the the funny thing is is like I actually had pretty honestly I had pretty low expectations of this movie. And like uh, th- there's a friend of mine here in Savannah that's a huge Star Wars fan as well and I told him that and like he was like how could you possibly have low expectations and I I just did like after all the craziness with episode 7 like I was going into this and I was just like all right. And so honestly I I really enjoyed the movie. It was just the opposite for me. I mean there there's is, there's issues with it and there's you know what I mean like it's it's definitely growing pains and there's some a couple of things in there where I even was like why do they do it that way but yeah. all in all I really really enjoyed the hell out of this movie. There were parts that I really enjoyed like seeing Luke and R2 again together. That was really cool. Needed to be a longer scene than that. Yeah. But it was really cool. And then uh it's a long movie though. The Ray and 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 Kylo fighting the Red Guard that was really cool. It was fantastic. Even though what led up to it was lame. <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask. Uh, so for the hardcore Star Wars fans out there, especially like you, Alex, and Adam, like I, I'm not that much into the like anything outside of the movies I don't really know about. But just from knowing the movies, I've always known that Snoke is like the supreme dude, like the guy. Well, he was never so, a character. So I don't know. It, it, it's, it like struck me as – really odd that he sat there completely oblivious to the fact that yeah. Kylo was turning that lightsaber. That was like, my, it was a yeah. badass scene. The that, scene was awesome and it was really cool and unexpected, but it, like walking out of there and driving home that night, I was like, dude, Snoke with as powerful <laughs> as Snoke was through that entire movie for him not to have seen that yeah. or picked up on that. I sit there. I said, this I think guy, I can, I can explain that one. He, was, he was opening mental bridges between Kylo right. and Ray yes. Over without even them knowing it, but yet he can't. Yeah. Yeah. My rebuttal to that is that just shows you how strong Kylo is. That he was able to block his mind long enough to turn that without him sensing it. Uh, I think it's a little of both. Um, in Rogue One, Chirrut, it said when someone's about to kill, they have a an aura around them. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously Snoke's a lot better force user than he was. So he probably saw that and just assumed that he was going to kill Rey because... That's the whole thing about Palpatine, about this character. Every, their their arrogance is what is their downfall. So if he sees that he's about to and is obviously powerful, and maybe he was able to block him for just a split second to do that. He's like, yeah, he was had every intention to kill. Just not the person he thought he was going to kill. I actually love that yeah. because they already didn't explain Snoke. I'm sure they'll explain his background and stuff in comic books and stuff, which is fine. Who cares? The whole point was this was making Kylo Ren the bad guy. And he obviously still wants Rey, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah. So they've set, they finally set up, okay, we're not going to have this teasing crap of this guy's over here and we're going to try and turn this girl. And like, no, we actually finally have a good guy and a bad guy, which yeah. is what Star Wars is all about. But yeah. it's a different, it's a different bad guy though, because like he was even saying to her, let's, come with me and we can do something totally different we don't have to do this anymore yeah so it makes me wonder like he's probably going to start taking you know the empire in a totally different direction who knows he might i actually thought ray might join him too (laughs) for a while during that scene yeah i was i was waiting for it (laughs) 
that would have been the biggest turn in all of Star Wars if she had joined him. Yeah. yeah. Now, see, that could have saved <clears throat> the movie right there. And, and just ended it right there with them walking down a hallway together. And she kind of giving him this, I don't know, you, you could work in a lot of different directions, but just her giving him some look to show that uh, she's got more going on there. She's got plans, you know. Mm-hmm. You never would have seen anything like that before. Mystery is what we call that. Mm. Swerve. <laughs> there were lots of swerves in this. A ton. I don't necessarily not like the swerves. I actually kind of like them. I don't think I, they I, That's why I, I don't think they hurt. Swerves, though, My point is... I don't care if you're going to swerve the audience. It actually makes it more interesting as a viewer. Yeah. It's when you don't have a plan or you don't have, you know, well, and that's, if yeah. that's like your main focus and, and the script suffers for it, which I think it did. I think the entire side quest with uh, Rose and Finn completely unnecessary. It's like, let's, we, we, we wrote this script. We got to give Finn something to do. Yeah. Not only on un- not only unnecessary in the script, but ultimately completely unnecessary with the entire, what they were trying to do in the movie. Yeah, I, I, The whole point of that was for Finn's growth as a character, which they could have done a yeah. lot quicker. I didn't see any. He was abandoning He grew the more in Rebel. episode seven than he did in this one, I thought. Because in this one, he was right back to being the coward. He was going to run. Exactly. But and, now he's not. And, he was going to sacrifice But at the himself. end of episode seven, he, he was doing some really heroic stuff. Yeah. But so people don't change overnight. To that, so he's reverting back. And he's still very annoying. He's kind of an annoying character. So is Rose, to be frank. <laughs> yeah. But they're perfect for yeah. each other. Yeah. Let's make the most annoying wor- movie in the world with just those two. Twilight in space. <laughs> <laughs> and they're and they're herd of porgs. Herd, gaggle, whatever you want to call them. Well, stories have themes and pretty much where they need to go at the end. And pretty much the theme of this story was that heroics fail and cost lives. If you look at it from the start, Finn tried to be a hero by going <laughs> off and getting a hacker so that they could shut down the scanner, and that caused the shuttles to get destroyed. Poe tried to be a hero to take out the destroyer, and that cost them their bombers. Ray trying to pull Luke in, and when Luke became a hero at the end to hold off the First Order, he died yep. in the process of it. You know, you're exactly right. It's a very yeah. millennial point of view. <laughs> well in this point you're right in this movie for i actually agree with yeah alex and i was talking about this online um i i re- this is what really just drove me crazy about this movie was it was this postmodern nihilistic attitude oh yeah i alex i could agree with you completely that's exactly what they were trying to do in the movie and i yeah. hate it i absolutely yeah hate it because and it's it's not star wars it is a theme star it's, wars it's a theme i don't like yeah star wars was about the unlikely heroes and they just completely flushed it down the toilet with this movie my opinion well i, I wouldn't say that because ray is an unlikely hero she's a nobody you've obviously the very last shot was some kid and that to me is what luke was also trying to get across to ray is that the jedi aren't the force they've never been the force yeah they tried to force everybody to think that that was what they what they were, but the force is everyone, and it just depends on how attuned you are to use it. The Jedi were just the hypocritical heroes of the original trilogy and the the first the very first three. Well, and their names have been run through the mud by exactly. the Empire for fifty years. Well, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, thinking thinking about it from that perspective, that's yeah, that's a pretty insane parable to take away from this movie don't be a hero and abandon your religions <laughs> yeah. 
Although the whole point of <laughs> the whole point of Yoda being in this movie was to come and say, "Look, man, we tried to do something new. It didn't work because he tried yeah. and he made Count Dooku, and Obi Wan tried and he made Vader, and Luke tried and he made Kylo. So it's like, here's the text. Follow them if you want, but you know what we did didn't work because we still had all this crap happen underneath our." so-called wisdom so. oh did was anybody else caught completely by surprise when yoda was the one that ended up torching a tree oh yeah that was actually really cool to me i didn't expect it but, would be in the movie at all but take that scene and the fact that yoda torched it did you notice what was in the uh uh falcon when they opened the drawer the books oh the books were there oh, yeah, oh, the books an, were there was still... a whole other set so yeah, yeah there <laughs> was no it was the same set so it had been so yoda torched it knowing they weren't in there yeah <laughs> showing that the force well, isn't a place and... basically to prove a point to luke but yeah. yet not destroy them so that ray would have them later well, ray has to make a lightsaber and she doesn't know how so, yeah, so she'll need help. she needs a book because <laughs> yeah. force ghosts clearly only show up when they're most needed speaking of lightsabers i was talking to a dude way back when episode seven came out and he had a theory about kylo's lightsaber with the things sticking out the sides the that it was made with like something called a kyber crystal, and that's they're why it has those. Yeah. yeah, they're all made with kyber crystals. The kyber crystals oh, okay. are, are the kyber crystals are where they get their color. Yeah. So gotcha. depending on the color of the kyber crystal is the color of the laser from the the lightsaber. Even that's kind of okay. Well, I mean, yeah. it, like I said, it was a long time ago, so I can't remember exactly what he was saying. But there was he was saying that there's probably a reason why Kylo's is like that. Like it's that it's well, he, they basically just that it, that's. Well, it's not necessarily he, he supposed it. to be cool like guards. They're supposed to be. It's actually no. busted. Somehow. No, it's supposed to be like a clay. It's supposed to be like a claymore with the hilt. It's so it's, uh, it's actually based. It's supposed to be based off of a very ancient lightsaber design, and he runs it. Apparently, it runs his his stuff too hot, like which is why it's it not arcs, perfect. Which part, is why it arcs. Yeah, which is why it's always going. <laughs> Uh, he's he's not perfected it because he's not yeah, he, great at it. He yet. had some he had help yeah. getting it built, but it wasn't built right. It, I, it's very rough. It would actually for me for episode nine, I would like to see you know it be some time from this movie, and it, it, he has perfected it, and it's perfect. Well, that leads to now. my tinfoil hat theory oh, yeah. that I have. Go for it. Uh, episode seven it. and eight are not part of a new trilogy. Episode seven was supposed to be part of a new trilogy. So episode eight cleanses the field and uh, moves the characters into a point where they can open up a new trilogy with nine through 11. Yeah, who knows? It's possible. This has been more set up than trilogy. Oh, yeah. The last two, so seven and eight. And I'm, I'm just going to step back and say that I, I went and saw this by myself. So I went and saw it Tuesday. Weirdo. By myself after work. <laughs> Weirdo. That's how I, I saw sat it. through the movie after I read like I read your your post on Facebook because you didn't Before? spoil. It. Yes. Oh wow. But he didn't spoil it. He he was just talking about right. structure. Oh, okay. Um and like the gravity and space and things like that. So yeah. I went in looking for those things and I didn't see any of it. Okay. So either yeah. I'm oblivious to the facts, or the movie was just good enough in my opinion. The suspense of disbelief was fine. Yeah, I had to get clarification on what scene he was talking about. Exactly, because I looked for him, and like, even the Leia scene when she pulled herself back in—that's not gravity; that's her using the force. No, right? Um, Exactly. The the only thing I could see is the bombers where they started to fall, but even the explosions could have caused that fall, not gravity. 
it's it's a suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. moment for sure. So it's like I didn't perfect. get I didn't get any of that but, of like, that part. Bomb, well, that and how like the bomb doors were open and she wasn't sucked out into space into a vacuum and. Force yeah. field. That, I just I about yeah. jumped out of my chair when I saw. I was like, Force what, field. "What are they doing?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Force field. You don't expect. You don't expect it's science fiction. Yes. They're not going to be right. Physics correctness every time. Okay. So, he, he, so t- and, and oh, wait, I want to say this. Yeah. Because we're such Star Trek fans, we all have a very very heavy heavy sci-fi technical side of our brain yes. where we're like, "What the crap? Why is that magnetic bomb yeah. not sticking to this?" And I yeah. get it. But the average Star Wars fan is not like that at all. That's true. They're just like, "Ah, oh, bombs are falling." Tachyons fix everything. <laughs> and see, so me, so me, your your question: Why wasn't she sucked out into space? Well, why five scenes later when Ray went to onto the the ship was she able to fly through the door and not everything gets sucked out? There are force fields everywhere in this damn movie, and they just don't show them. They don't ever show an I, effect for yeah. them, but they're always there. And they no, they it was like that in the original four, when when the when the Falcon got sucked into the to the bay, those doors were all those bays were open to yeah. space, but there was always a force field there speaking to stop of, it. Speaking of shields, another sci-fi nitpicking. What the heck was with the Star Trek bubble shields on the cruiser? I know that was my one great. <laughs> Come on, yeah. like I had they've never had shields too. about. They've never had right. shields at all in this movie, and then all of a sudden they yeah. have them. Oh, and yeah. they never yeah. like I, they don't I, deplete. I thought those. Lo- I thought those exactly. looked familiar, and that's exactly what they were. Yeah, that was yep. very annoying because that's a big, big difference between the, Star Wars the, and Star Trek. Boom, boom. Is, yeah, boom. Yeah. I'm like, stop that. Is shields? Shields on the ship. Hello, did you remember in Empire when? The Falcon disappears yeah. when they're being chased yeah. around the Star Destroyer. He connects to the freaking Star Destroyer. We can't do that. If there's a giant shield there. No. <laughs> and Kylo and Kylo flying in and now, blowing up the dock. He couldn't have done that if there were shields. Yeah. Exactly. Now you could yeah. say they have sort of started to update the tech in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. They've got that hyper transference tracker thing. Um, yeah. Maybe they have ray shields now. When they talk to uh, Maz. In that transmission, you could actually see what she was doing. Yeah, well, there transmissions was a, have always just been. There was bl- a droid, communication droid, following her around. That's exactly, what I, that's what I got from. But it's. But I'm saying prior to this, there's always just been people are blue. Oh, and you just see yeah. the person. They're a digitized well, okay. image. Yeah. So, of so maybe a- they're just updating tech, which is fine. But it, yeah, it kind of changes things but, too much. But yeah, yeah, like but Jersey. They have a freaking bubble shield around the ship, but yet Kylo can run, fly in, blow up the docking bays. How did, how did he just not ricochet off the Dargon yeah. shield when he did that? Because it was up. That's, ex- that's exactly what I was about <laughs> that, to say. Is that, and that's not that's not just this movie. A lot of no. a lot of space movies yeah. that deal with shields have that issue. They all where, have. Like, oh, yeah. They all have some little nitpicky flaw where they yeah. let something happen that they shouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, if if you've got like a shield that's not letting star destroyer shots hit you then <laughs> nothing else is getting through it let's face exactly it. you know what i mean well star wars might have answered that or stargate might have answered that question with uh kinetic reverberating shields nerd that that's actually not <laughs> a bad it's almost something that they they could take 10 seconds in the movie and have somebody on the bridge explain right oh crap there's a ship got through our shields yeah. and have some idiot like poe who doesn't understand shields on the ship, you know, he's just a pilot. Oh, how's that happen? We got shields now. Yeah. Oh well, you know, slower and gravity and B equals Q. So here's my nitpick. <laughs> here's my nitpick with the whole thing. If 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 I had to pick one technical nitpick, the rebels are like, our ships are faster than theirs. We will fly away and stay at maximum range, 
and their weapons won't hurt us. If you are faster than them, you will continue to pull away. You will not stay at max range. You don't have to continue burning fuel yeah, and running annoying. out of it. That I mean, above even more than the bombs falling with some mysterious gravity that wasn't there. I the the ships. It's like it was that that was the Bernoulli effect. It's just like your shower curtain pulling yeah, out while you're taking a shower. That's so, why the bombers fell. Yeah, and what, what the heck? If was you that? if you are going at at two hundred miles an hour, I know it's much faster in space. And the people chasing you can only go 175 miles an hour. You are still going 25 miles an hour faster than they are, and you will continue to go another 25 miles every hour further than they are. And if you run out of fuel in space, you don't slow down. So, Dana, I had the same complaint, and Damon actually explained this one to me. It's that in space, you're right, they don't slow down whenever it is. But it's that they are in a constant state of acceleration. And up no. until they no. actually reach no. light Physics speed, there's never, there's never an actual ceiling. And yes, science teacher, this might not be right, but... <laughs> so you get nothing! You Good day, sir! If your maximum thrust puts, puts you at a certain speed, and it's faster than the maximum thrust of someone following you in a zero-G situation... You are going to continually pull away from them until something gets in your way and stops you. So, um, that so was that was a good. It was Damon. That was a good try. But um, and that yeah. is why you're well. <laughs> so so what you're so what you're saying is that the entire plotline for Finn leaving because they have to go get something to get away from them What's to get out of range was point of that they would have floated out of range long enough and just light speed lights jumped away and be well. Done, no, done. they didn't even that, have to do that. That wasn't the plot point. The plot point is. If they used their remaining fuel to jump somewhere, they would still be able no, to track them. No, no, no. Right. So, okay. If this was Star Trek, it would be a subspace beacon. Right. <laughs> the, the tracker is not the problem. It's the fact that... The entire chase itself. The chase itself is not. And the side mission. And which made no sense, because here's the thing. If you do so that they're still going out of range, yes, they're not. Get, they're, uh, there's going to be a point where they're not getting shot anymore. Yeah. But guess what? They're still running out of fuel. So that's the imminent danger. That was no, the whole there point is no of danger the there because if you're in space, yeah. if you run out of fuel, you're not going to stop until right. you hit something. Right. Yeah, they're going to continue to go at whatever speed to, they're going. All you have to do is reach your no. maximum velocity and cut the engines, and you will continue to travel at that speed until something stops you. Right. So you ride in a nebula that, that stops them. <laughs> I mean, it's that easy. You don't, you, you don't have to <laughs> overthink it. Or a planet or, or anything planet, else that has something. Asteroid field. But or, that's, that's my point is so, yeah. we have a change in the plot that makes no sense when all we had to do was make it make sense. So, yeah. And it would have been fine. Yeah. Your, your bombs falling on the dreadnought, the gravity of the planet below is why, why that. <laughs> it's it's way too far. Too far away. <laughs> way I don't care. It, that's the reason. <laughs> it's that's way the way they far. wrote it. The, it's a huge planetoid. It's got its own weather. Or the gravity system. of the dreadnought itself. I mean, or yeah, or the gra- or the dreadnought's big enough and it ha- it carries its own. <laughs> no, I mean, stop. That, that, that yeah. ship is that ship is massive enough. If there's like artificial mm. gravity within it, it's not the size of the moon. <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> All right, since we're at a uh, stopping point, um, next point on your guys's list. <laughs> Daniel, you pick one. How about the uh, the green milking of the EOP? Oh God, <laughs> he's got a list. That was disgusting. Give him, by the way, give him the mic. yeah, talk, talk <laughs> about hilarious. talk about entirely <laughs> unnecessary scenes. 
Oh, you're, There's you're your, showing. Like they th- they're, they're like, they're like, hang on a second. We're going to completely disrupt this whole thing and make the entire audience cringe. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah. Here you go. No. You know why I like that? Because it showed that Luke was going slowly crazy. <laughs> how about, Stuck how about, if we're going to talk about, if we're going to talk about weird moments, how about the entire movie leading off with a prank phone call? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, Dude, it was a honestly, when that, that opening scene happened. I was thinking to myself, if they start making jokes like that through this whole movie, I'm going to lose I it. I said, if they're going to turn this into Guardians of the Galaxy, they did. I'm going to scream. No, I, they they didn't, and I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. But right. honestly, and they didn't like do the anything else as like slapsticky as that through the movie. Yeah, just leading off that way, I was going, what? This doesn't feel like Star Wars at all. I I kind of liked it at the beginning of the movie because it kicks things off. You have a big action thing, and then Poe kind of started the first, last movie that way. Like it's just Poe's character picking on Kylo. Yeah, kind of like who who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Like I kind of like that. It's, it's just Poe. It's just, it's just the character. way Poe is. Okay, on Luke, what was with him? Why did they have him trying to ki- kill Ben? Now that was one I just was shaking my head by that point. I, I, I know it's supposed that, to be a actually. moment of weakness or something like that. No, this is the guy who saw the good in Darth freaking Vader. <laughs> You know, I, I that was so out of character. No. All right, Adam. Well, you know, Luke does have a little bit of dark side in him. I mean, he is force choking people here and there. Yeah. And I, I, I think, well, I mean, people change over time. I, I liked it because, yes, you're going to see somebody's weakness. And he obviously saw darkness growing in him, and he was freaked out. Because you remember what happened the first time. He remember what happened the first yeah. time. And so he's in a moment where he was like, I got to do this. And then he even explained, I, you know, that was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. But it's just like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you show that it's part of the regret that he's experienced. Yeah. You're years. not, you're not perfect. And it helps, it helps yeah. him be that Obi-Wan character, that yeah. Yoda it, character. It puts him instead of the pedestal he's been on for basically Ever. empire and the Makes return of the Jedi. Yeah. This humanizes Luke. Or whatever they are. This, Shows us that even this master Jedi can have a moment of slip and turn his lifesaver on in an act of destruction. Yeah, he's just totally the, afraid. But the 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 way they the way they told that story from Luke's perspective and the moment he turns the saber on, the expression that goes over his face yeah. explains it all. Oh my God! I just screwed up horribly. Yeah. And, and can but I the say, problem is, is he didn't even get a chance to explain. And Kylo sees it. The the point of view that Kylo saw it from was also just yeah. about his right. Yeah. My master is over me with his lightsaber drawn. He's going to kill me. Yeah. Whether yeah. Luke was or not is a different story. But the way they the way they told both versions was awesome. Yeah. So in a way, Luke's mistake is what cemented his turn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it did. I mean, not it wasn't a full turn, but it was like, hey, I'm not following you anymore, bud. Yeah. <laughs> if he's already being wooed to the dark side by Snoke at that point, secretly, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Ooh. this guy tries to kill me, that, we, that's, that's huge. Can we talk about Snoke now? Oh, let's keep going on. I want to say that Mark Hamill did a fantastic job. Oh, because absolutely. he made this movie. Absolutely. If, if, if he would have sucked, because that was not an easy character. Yeah. Oh, he very much yes, hated Yes, he the very much yeah, did. He did. He absolutely was, now, was horrified by it, but he said, "I agreed to do the. I got to do it for the character. I'm yeah. going to do the best I can." Performance wise, I think uh, he see, was great. Oh, his I wasn't aware. Was I wasn't aware that he hated the script. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, yeah, he despised it. Huh? He apparently had many talks with Ryan Johnson about how there's no way Luke 
Skywalker would ever act like this. No, yes! no, no. Mm-hmm. Yes! And, and I like that they did it, though, because the character becomes even more realistic. Like, he's not perfect, even though he cements his legacy at the end of the movie. For the, because yeah. you have to remember all the events that happen in these movies, the rest of the galaxy doesn't know the details of these things. I think the the big final battle with him showing up on Salt Planet Hoth <laughs> would have been a lot more impactful if it, he had actually been there. No, and now, no, no, I don't. I, I, think so. I, I yeah. disagree, I I disagree so. totally with that. You know why? Because nobody knows he died. Well, that's true. They all think he's still alive. And now he's back, yep. and he is—he is the face behind the resistance movement. So all the hope, quote unquote, hope that the galaxy needs, is still in Luke Skywalker, even though he gone. You, you have the entire—you have the entire Rebel Force and the entire First Order see Luke fight Kylo and then just disappear. That's another thing. How come? How could everybody see him if he was mind linked with Kylo? It was a force projection. It's been done in Rebels before. It just, was actually him projecting. Just himself. remember, when you see well, weird I mean, things done with the force, it's just don't question it. <laughs> okay, the force I, I is mean, magical. Going back, going back to that, going back to that though, saying that nobody would know, Kylo, Ray, and Leia would definitely well, know yes. that he died. But, I, but I'm saying the average Joe <laughs> um, would <laughs> not know, and that would the fact that he, they still believe he's there would keep that spark, that need to rebel alive. And even Luke knew that that's what he was doing by doing what he did. He knew that it was going to be his last thing that he could do. And if he was going to, he was going to help keep that spark alive for Leia and Rey Mm -hmm. and everybody else. Then he he warned Kylo, see you around, kiddo. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But but wouldn't that have been awesome, though, after the blasters just... And then he kind of wipes the dirt off his. Yeah, that <laughs> was yeah. that was he actually just took great. His, like his index finger and went like whoosh, like that with his finger, and all the ATAs just went docked over. It would have been that would have been. I don't think he's that powerful. <laughs> See, I think I think the I think the plot device with him doing that is that it's it's showing that Kylo is more powerful than even Luke. Because if he wasn't, then Luke would have showed up and beat his ass into the ground. Mm, true. I is think it, it I mean, also is he more powerful though because Luke is the one who actually projected himself to another planet. And, yeah. yeah, with Kylo not realizing <laughs> had a, it, had so. a lightsaber fight with a guy who thought if, he was there. If he was sure that he was more powerful than Kylo, I really think that he would have been there and he would have ended it there. Why would he let it continue? Uh, I don't know. I guess he knows it's out of his hands at that point. Yeah, yeah. that's what Yoda was trying to tell him: is right. you don't have control of this anymore. Yeah, your time your time has passed. It's now their problem. You, you haven't even used the force for how many years? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and since you brought that up, Adam, you should share that theory that you have because it's pretty awesome and it makes a lot of sense about why people are so powerful now. Everyone's, you know, trying to figure out how is Ray so powerful? How is Kylo so powerful? Well, you know, there's not very many force users in the universe right now, like powerful ones. What if the force is some sort of not tangible quantity, but almost a quantity that everyone grabs for a piece of the pie. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> Luke hasn't been using his. Snoke's been overusing his. And you've got Ray and Kylo who are all of a sudden just getting bombarded with theirs. And maybe now you've got a couple kids. But that's but it. But also, I like uh, Snoke's explanation of it in regards to Ray and Kylo. Is that there always has to be a balance in how strong someone gets. Exactly. So Kylo getting so strong on the dark side of it meant that he had to have a balance. 
And Stoke didn't realize that Ray even existed, so he, he assumed tried, Skywalker was going to be it. He tried yeah. to control that balance by getting yeah. her to join him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so if Ray is the balance to Ben, mm-hmm. who was the balance to Snoke? Because he was insanely... I mean, he's far more powerful than... Probably I would assume it was supposed to be Luke, but since Luke stopped, which is yeah, why... Yeah, so who was well, it? Well, Luke stopped, which is why uh, Snoke was able to go hog wild. Because there was no balance to pull back. But if there was, well, that's what I'm saying is, if they're saying that it's like two weights on a scale, okay, if you increase one side, the other has to be increased too. But if you take one away, the other has to be taken away. Okay, that would explain Ray's abilities in episode seven. Yeah, that's, and and I, I mean, how else do you explain it? If the balance of Snoke and Luke, if Luke turns his is off all of a sudden that would be why the first order starts rampaging through the galaxy because it's not that luke it's not that he's not the balance anymore he's still the balance he's just not using it he's not using it he his force strength is still there he's just mentally blocking the ability to use it so he's still snoke's balance but because he shut himself down yeah snoke was able to just destroy and run rap and now they're both gone and yeah. now they're both gone. So now, which what? explains why Luke had to disappear because Snoke yeah. got killed. His balance had to be weighed out. So Luke was going to die no matter what. As soon as we knew Snoke was dead. Yeah, it's it's certainly an interesting theory. Of course, the movies don't ever talk about this <laughs> stuff. It just yeah. drives True. me crazy. Here's other another thing about the movies that drives me crazy. Where's the New Republic? Well, the New Republic got demilitarized in the signing of the treaty between the old empire and the new republic because they didn't want this to happen ever again so yeah. the first order did all this in secret and then came out of hiding and started going and blew shot. up the republic in the first kind like of like right. sith did originally right and yeah. the resistance is leia's private army basically, basically yeah. now they never said that they, in yeah, the movie they exactly they hinted, they hinted at, at that stuff they hinted at it in the starting credits this time well yeah they but basically kind of wrote it out and said, this is what's happened. It's kind of a necessary bit of exposition. kind of a thing that episode seven. And apparently there are deleted scenes for episode seven that have to do with Leia. Really? In the, um, I need to look yeah. for a director's cut then. There's a, there's the scene where the planet gets blown up. Mm-hmm. There's a girl that runs up and she gets a, you know, FaceTime yeah. for a couple of seconds. Yeah. She apparently had a whole story. Oh yeah. There's a whole, there's a whole plot with, with her. That's her not and, in the movie and Leia. Because like, that's why yeah. when they show her, you're supposed to know who she is because there was plot for that, exactly. and then it's not right. a movie. Yeah, movie magic. <laughs> so, like, they give her that one scene, but you, it makes no sense for them to even show her because you don't know who she is in the first place. Yeah, I remember. I remember hearing about that scene, but I've never seen it. Yeah. So the moral of that story is: don't give up your starships. <laughs> Keep them. You might need them. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next on your list? I had a little nitpick about Snoke. Sure. Well, first of all, I think the he sounded a lot like Smeagol. <laughs> the model the model they had for him in episode seven he had like this weird like it, different. his mouth was like this and it made him look a lot more Ominous. intimidating yeah like in, in episode seven he appeared like in episode seven he appeared a lot like the emperor did in this giant you know Chair. looming looming you know uh vantage point you know looking down and it was all gray and blue and very dark and then we see him in this, and it looks like he's in a Broadway show. Yeah, exactly. We got this bright red room, and we have oh a 12-foot golem wearing a gold robe from Liberace's basement. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, this is yes, not... exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it's impressive what he's doing with Ray, you know, all this. It, it's like, really? He, he doesn't get out much. <laughs> yeah, basically, when I saw that, I'm like, 
Is he just like in a bathrobe? I sitting expected in his, dancing in his, girls to come out. Yeah, and start like kicking this like is a retarded. Like the, the, his entire outfit was just completely wrong for. I love gold. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was gold. a strange choice. Plus, he had dancing girls. They were all around the room. True. Yeah. They had a dance, yes. and they, they had, did, and they did dance every beautiful now and then. red dresses. Yes, beautiful. You know, I was hoping they would have gotten a little more into Snoke's backstory. Yeah. Because you can't just have this Force guy just come out of the blue. Yeah. It's like, was was he part of um, the old the old Republic, the, the games and stuff? You know how there was like the Sith Empire, then you had the one dude's Force Um, guy. He came along. His after. character has nothing to do with Palpatine's Empire. He has nothing to do with the old Empire. They have not. Mm. There's nothing. I'm reading. I don't think that he was so much a Sith. So I think he was. He's just, not. A, yeah, he's actually apparently not a Sith. He's just. Yeah. Uses the Force. There were theory. There were theories even after the first one. So he's basically. So he's he's like the dark side of Ray. Uh, or yeah. Or just, yeah, something. The dark side of. But we don't know. I, I assume they're going to write comic books for him to explain his background. Yeah. Because there was there were plot possibilities based on stuff Palpatine said. In the original three, like the not the New Hope part, but the part with Anakin, the first three, yeah. where he was talking about his master, Plagueis, where there was a possibility that like, well, that was Jar Jar. That's, that's well, that that's <laughs> that this was Snoke. Uh, Snoke was the reanimation of that was certainly Plagueis. a theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But See, there's nothing that explains that, but it would explain right. why he's so disfigured. Yeah. I, I was just disappointed. There's always that, a bigger fish. I was just disappointed <laughs> that they didn't take that opportunity, though, because, man, they could have yeah. introduced a whole new level to this because yeah. they could have uh, had, you know, I don't know, maybe Ray talking to him saying, well, you know, Luke didn't ever told me where you came from or wh- what's with yeah. you. And he could have said, oh, there's far more going on, uh, I don't know, in the uncharted regions or the outer rim than you know. Yeah. And that this even Palpatine knew <laughs> what was going on. You know, yeah. I mean, he could have. They could yeah. have just slipped. I mean, that's all it would have taken, and everybody would be like, ah, "And all, uh, all it would <laughs> have taken, all it would have taken, was a little bit of that side quest story time." <laughs> yeah, which was too long to begin with, but they're clearly not interested in that stuff. They're clearly only yeah. interested in Ray and Ben. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I, I understand you're wanting to push the new characters forward, but I don't. I think they could have done a lot better. So one thing I want to bring up, and I. Th- Think it, I and I realized that the director also said no, don't watch the trailer, because the director <laughs> even knew that the trailer was crap on a stick. Well, the trailer but was more of what the, we got. The I way think. they, the way they, the way they played that in the clips in the trailer played. made it uh, made it look like Kylo flying in to blow up the cargo bay was going yeah. to kill Leia. Yeah, yeah, and then he and didn't. then they didn't even do it. <laughs> Well, like although I, he had the opportunity, to he did, and he didn't take it, which I thought was hilarious. That they wrote, they wrote the the, they wrote the the trailer, making making you think Leia was dead at the, dead in this movie, and then nothing happened to her yeah. the whole movie. Well, when when did when did when did uh, when did Carrie Fisher die in real life? Just after shooting this. Just movie. after shooting yeah. this movie, yeah. that's why she was in it for the whole thing. Yeah. So. They have, well, I wonder. I wonder if if they decided to go back and post. And change that no. because they didn't want to show her being like killed in the movie. No, they no, were, this they was, were no? they were actually debating no, it, whether to kill her. I off. think everybody was kind of expecting that. Yeah. You know? oh, well, she's died, so they have to write her out somehow. Right. And it would be uh, it would be a little more impactful than saying, "Well, she's uh, retired on the boo." Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It was apparently retired a point that they were trying to figure out: Are we just going to go back and kill her off in yeah. this movie so we don't have to deal with it in Episode Nine or? 
just keep it the way it was. So this yeah. is apparently the way they originally wrote the movie, which was yeah. weird well, because I mean, it's like, okay, you try. You they try. own they own the rights to her face right. that we already saw. Oh, but yeah. please in let's not seven. have a CJ old Leia. I, yeah, it's gonna be weird. It would be honestly weird. everything about Leia now needs to be done through either voice voiceover by someone who's a very good the way match they Tarkin. For, like yeah, with Tarkin. With like Tarkin. And but, but no but no visual. And not a lot of it. Yeah. Or go back to the old like digitized <clears throat> communications where you can use a CGI for that. But let's not have her in person in CGI. Please don't do that. It's just retarded. Yeah. It's gonna be <laughs> interesting. Or write her out <laughs> at that point. Now on the casino planet, I think we all pretty much didn't really care for that too much but uh no it was because um, it was completely pointless but I'll, I'll tell yeah. you this though i i was impressed i thought that was an interesting thing about who profits from war yeah, yeah. oh that was just that a jab was at really that was cool. just a jab at the one percent well no. yeah no. kind of it was but it well was. that whole planet it was, was like progressive land, for a minute it started basically. out that way and then she mentioned these guys all got rich by selling weapons to the into the first order to both sides, but then, and then, yeah. and then but, you find out from both sides. Yeah, so but then, yeah, they're like, bad people, whether they're rich or not. Exactly. Yeah, that was the one part of Casino Planet I did like. I thought that was really well done because it kind of addressed the fact of, yeah, I mean, where's all these weapons coming from? Yeah, where'd you get all that metal? Unfortunately, that has always been the case throughout history, is that the people, the arms dealers, make a lot of money, and mm-hmm. and lo- like the conflict. I I think that, again, they could have even gone even done even more with that. And maybe even suggested a little hint there that these people were provoking it on oh, or, yeah. or something to that effect, you know, or yeah. it could have said, hey, they knew all about Starkiller base and didn't say anything. Or, yeah. you know, they, they knew that first they helped the first order build these big dreadnoughts and stuff. So and then we're just going to you know, something along that line. then we'll just move past that and free all the animals. But let the, all the kids stay as slaves. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that could be a whole Ouch. other. That could be a That's whole exactly other Star Wars happened. movie, though. Huh? That could be a whole other Star Wars movie with those people dealing with that. With those kids? No, no, not just the kids, but all the people, the, all the warmongers. I will say the one that <laughs> when they're crashing through the walls, and it's like this bulbous creature. She's like, <laughs> yeah, some of the aliens in that scene. I laughed weird. at that pretty good. That was funny, and the one that kept trying to put coins in BB-8. Yeah, that's all like fun I, stuff. Fun I will stuff for say the kids. That I loved that when he used it as shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's freaking awesome. That was cool. That guy said that stood there for so long and put all those coins in there so he could shoot him out at somebody. But else. I gladly would have sacrificed those two funny moments for wiping the entire casino planet thing out of yeah. the script. Well, you could have done the casino planet, but just so much quicker. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it should have just been a boom, boom. Like I said, take some of that time and put it had into to put like a some, pod race in some Snoke <laughs> exposition or something else. You know, yeah. something that, yeah. that gives a little backstory or. <laughs> oh, all right. How about this one? What did you guys think of the the Dark Force Cave? Uh, I actually thought that was a cool scene. It was a little underwhelming. Yes, that but I, too. But I think it got the message across. I think it should have been probably half the length. It could have been and a shorter. There should have been some sort of answer. At, at, it at was the, the end. I just watched Empire. There was an end. I just watched there Empire, was an and um, that that was the same answer that Luke got when he went exactly to that dark that uh, dark side cave. It's actually the exact same answer. It just it was a picture portrayed differently. Yeah, it was a picture of him. Yeah, but it was a tie-in because that? Darth Vader was his father, so he saw himself in it. You know they were related by blood. She saw herself 
Yeah. And that was that was it. But she was going in looking for her parents. Right. So her answer was, your parents don't matter. <laughs> it's, it should just be about yeah. you. Or Stop. her parents don't exist. Yeah, I'm sure they never did exist. Maybe so, Ray is just like a creation of the Force. No, no. she's not because that is uh, what no. I wanted. No. <laughs> That's the story I wanted. Yeah. Darn it. The question I have is, going back to episode seven for just a sec. Just a sec. Again? When they show her getting <laughs> left and the person holding her hand. The person who delivered her and the the right-handed hand that she was holding before plot got her was a robotic hand. Which is why my thought, even from that point, was that Luke was who dropped her off. Here's the other thing. That was a Force vision. Star Wars explains that Force visions don't always come true. Whether they're... True. Whether it's stuff from the past... It can be clouded, so it's different. It could have and been part of the whole repressed memory that she set up for herself. Like, yeah, you know, my parents left and they went off, and that's not actually what happened. They sold you for beer money, and exactly, that, ended up dying there. That's why the whole thing that pay, Ray's parents are were nobody's could just be another swerve coming for the yeah. next movie. I don't know. <laughs> you just never know. But let's be honest: is a child really more valuable than beer? I have to argue that. Beer has brought me far more happiness than any child I've ever dealt with. <laughs> for, for the science teacher. No. More anger. Swat, give him the mic for a sec. I have another one when this is done. Leia in space. <coughs> She'd have been a Leia sickle. In the, in the vacuum of space. Wait, no, I, opening Leia. her eyes and force pulling herself back Leia into the sickle. Ship. Yeah, it's just a force. That's Oh, it's what, the force. What did I just say earlier? When it comes to the force is mysterious, I get it. Yeah, but still, don't question it. Just people, move on. People become popsicles pretty quick in the vacuum of space. <laughs> they do unless the force is forcing them. Get it? Uh, to not die. Humiliation. <laughs> not that I did not think that it was cool that she force pulled herself back into the ship, I but it was still. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm skip- I force pulled. I thought it was weird. Morning, honestly, it was great. I, I get it, but it, it looked weird. Yeah. It was I'm, weird. I'm skipping all my politics-related points, by the way. Good. Good less editing the force <laughs> pulled you off? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, the my, force my, pulled my, you off. My kids were, were visibly uh, disturbed by that that scene, too. They thought that was really creepy and weird. What? Just so, like, like so Yoda. I, I mean, oh, what was, yeah. we're like reverting back to Muppet Yoda now. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I digress. When 900 years old, you reach. Look as good you or not. Hmm? <laughs> You being blasted into space, unless she like put a force field around her body, a force force field. <laughs> <laughs> unless she put a force field around the moment before it depressurized, you would you would literally be dead is, within seconds. The problem is, is that when you they show her, her hands are iced over. Yeah, which means I don't give a crap if she has a force force field, she's still dying. Oh yeah, I mean. <laughs> When, when the vacuum the, is still there. Not, the worst part, though, is not even the cold. It's it's in the vacuum. <laughs> your blood boils. <laughs> yeah, your blood. Exactly. All the gases in your blood that's dissolved go into a gas form. So all the poor metachlorians in our body would have been just obliterated. Exactly. Kind of like that, but with no sound. Yeah, I, I just thought that. It, <laughs> to me, that, that was hand, my biggest gripe about the movie, yeah. was that one yeah. scene. Okay. As much as it was cool. <laughs> As much as I thought it was cool that she pulled herself back in, yeah. she should have been dead as soon as she was sucked out. It was and just like, an odd choice to begin with. To do exactly. That. 
Yeah. And why couldn't she get a force field around Admiral Akbar too? Exactly. <laughs> He's too valuable. No, we have to sell someone to yell. That's a trap. Screw the fish, man. I'm saving myself. Yeah. That, I don't know. It was it was cool in one way, but yeah, it yeah the the sciency in me is screaming. No, yeah. illogical, illogical. Honestly, illogical. that was the only. Honestly, I I complete I was able to completely get past the whole bomb bomb ships and things. To me, I didn't care about that. That part didn't bother me. But Leia should be dead in space, pulls herself back into the ship and saves herself. That was my only yeah, sci- yeah, but science gripe. She was in the hospital for like half the movie, so that justifies it. <laughs> <laughs> and Jared, remember, writing is hard. Yeah. Apparently. Writing is hard, okay. <laughs> that is true. Hard, I still think that Luke, that the, the end the end in Luke, uh, Luke being a force projection was just sweet. I love that whole scene. Yeah. The fact that he was able to hold himself together that long. Because that takes pretty much everything. Like, even it Snoke, did take everything even, even yeah. Snoke yeah. said doing what he was, what he did with Kylo and Rey yeah. took, yeah, was, really was a strain on him. Which also is probably a point of why Kylo was able to get the drop on him with the sabers. Because he'd been doing that with Rey and Kylo for so long. Maybe so. And I also want to say, I loved that aspect of the movie. Where they were yes. talking to each other mm-hmm. the whole time. Like, that to me was the movie. I love that. That... To me, so yeah. this is this is the only other thing that that I thought was, and you guys have kind of said the same thing. The whole rebel part of this sh- movie could have been completely cut out, and it could have just been about Ray and Kylo. Yeah, the movie was the movie was more written well around that story than anything else. Yeah. Oh yeah, the resistance. The part resistance of part was story was was a little lacking to me, lacking and hashed and hashed in and th- like. Oh well, we've got to have this in here, so yeah, let's write yeah. it at the last. We need minute. more peril. Yeah, I, I agree completely. <laughs> the focus of the movie should have been on Ray and Luke, the the Ray and and Kylo, uh, trans dimensional, mm-hmm. transgalactic uh, phone call stuff going on there, <laughs> and then and then done the chase scene at the end. Yes, like where they're trying to run him down. They're like, oh my gosh, and have that happening all at the same time that Ray's coming back. To confront Kylo, you know, mm. they had the big showdown with them in the Praetorian Guard and everything. Mm. That would have been so much better if that had been the end of the movie instead then of drawing, drawing out that whole freaking then, then mm. cutting away from the best yes. part of the movie yes. to mm-hmm. have this crappy plot, plot driven because that would have actually made the damn movie. That would have made the whole um, Finn and Rose story make more sense mm-hmm. because they figure out this tracker. Oh crap, we got to stop it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where that story then yeah. drives instead of, oh, God, we're on the run and we're trying to do this at the same time. Yeah, I totally agree. But you know why they wouldn't do that? Because it would be too boring for most people. Yeah, I think true. sci-fi fans and Star true. Wars fans would love that. But it had been so slow because while the time on the island was slow. Yes, it and, was. And I loved it because it was a And every time they together. jumped back, it, the, yeah, the pace like, quickened oh, for a few minutes. On, yeah. So yeah, How about this? Do you guys think that it was a good idea for Rose to save Finn when he was going to sacrifice himself? No. No. no, I think that was stupid. I, honestly, I said that was. Stupid. I honestly exactly. think. I honestly think that Finn should have died, and it would have been should have been done. I even said out loud. I said to the person sitting next to me, "I was like, well, that was stupid." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I wrote. It was about an emotional woman who has a crush on her hero, and that's why she did it. I so I kind of like. The problem it. is, is that they could have. Finn could have done that, and it still not done and still died a hero, but it not enough to stop it. And like the door still gets cracked. Yeah. But at least he dies a hero doing a hero things instead of running away. Well, yeah, he didn't run away. 
that was well. That's point. what the whole thing yeah. was. Is but because Rose stopped it, that mean leaves him again to try to run away again. Here's here's what I and wrote. Only with was, Ray this time. When I was thinking of that scene, here's exactly what I wrote. Rose saving Finn was stupid. Her line about saving what we love instead of fighting what we hate was stupid. His death sacrifice, <laughs> his death slash sacrifice, would have had a ton of meaning. Yes, it really would have. Yeah. But then you got to remember, you, there's no heroes. You cannot be a hero. And it would have gotten rid of an annoying character. <laughs> hey, yeah. as, as, as pretty Don't much worry. every movie in the last month has, pro- has proven, everybody is anti-hero. Yeah, and I, Thor I made fun of it the entire effing yeah. movie. Justice League barely made it a point. And this basically said, heroes don't matter. You can quack me later. So, <laughs> Quacking now. Up your yeah, Jared. basically every, <laughs> every action slash comic book slash hero based movie has made joking light of the fact that heroes aren't important anymore. And yeah. it's irritating. Nihilistic. Yes. Well, there's no good versus evil anymore. It's all gray area. Well, as the evil one in this podcast, I approve of that. Yeah, we know. <laughs> as we keep, tr- as we keep, hint- as they keep trying to hint that Ray is not going to be a Jedi, she's going. If anything, she'll be a gray Jedi, which means not a true. Now, see, I I completely disagree Jedi. with that. Now, seeing the movie, I thought that before the movie, but now, no, I think she's going to read those she's Jedi. Find texts, the books, and, and she's gonna she's gonna follow them. Hmm. She's gonna. She is the good guy. She is the hero of this trilogy. She could. Ben is the bad guy. Restart she the keeps Jedi trying Order, to get maybe. him to turn, and he keeps saying, "No, you turn. I'm bad. Screw you." <laughs> for how nihilistic this movie is, it really set up for a heroic journey in the future. Possibly, yeah. yeah. As long as they go that route. Well, this is J.J. Abrams coming along, so we'll have Episode Four, Part Three, <laughs> here as Episode Nine. It's certainly possible. Starkiller base too. She walks. She walks. She walks. <laughs> I need to patent the she walks. <laughs> Every time you, know you play that, everyone giggles. Everybody <laughs> was terrified that the porgs were going to be like the new Jar Jar or the new Ewoks or. Not that everybody hates the Ewoks. Some people vehemently hate the Ewoks, but I always thought they were cool because I was a kid when they came out. But no, the Ewoks were awesome. Yeah, because they but, had the cutesy factor, but they could kill you. I thought. <laughs> I thought like if we have the Porgs like fighting bad guys in this movie. Oh, that's right. I was like, no, but they didn't. They didn't overuse them. They just kind of didn't make sense with some of their. Story. Okay. Um, question: Who was the most useless character in the entire movie? Phasma. No. Phasma. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. well, Phasma like, lived up to her Boba Fett reputation. Yeah, very true. Kind of did. Yeah, she's not dead. She's not dead. <laughs> yeah. But again, she falls into a perilous situation and is going to cut, show up in the next movie. I shall face the peril. Hey, I, I sure hope she does. <laughs> face the peril. No, let me face the peril. No, it's too perilous. <laughs> it's too perilous. <laughs> if I'm writing episode seven, though, I'll tell you what. Seven. The very or whatever. Nine. What's the next nine. one? If I'm writing episode Fourteen. nine. 22 if, if I'm writing Jesus. episode nine, the very first scene is Phasma killing lots of people. Like <laughs> that's true. Hurting up force sensitive kids She's and killing them. Half Robo Phasma. Yeah, you've got. Oh, why not? It's freaking yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to tip the mic over. I'm waiting for it to fall. <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You just talk through your soundboard. <laughs> it's like, okay, how did Phasma get off uh, Star Killer Base? Was yeah. it exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, well the funny up- thing is, if you read the articles that uh, Ray Johnston 
have done. He uh, mentioned that he couldn't think of an excuse, so he just kind of went, eh, she survived. Okay, so if she got off Starkiller, I guarantee exactly. you she's back in episode Exactly. Nine. Well, sure. She falls through to a fiery death, but yet it's going to have to somehow be it's back. It's that chrome armored plating that can deflect the No, she falls out. Stuff. She falls out into space, and there's still just a little bit of Leia's force... Force yeah. field left out there. The remnants of the Organa force field. <laughs> well, that's perfect. So now in episode nine, she can, they can go back to Jakku and she can fall into the Barlack pit to be digested over a million years. <laughs> the theory of her surviving in space would have made sense if her armor would have stayed intact. Exactly. But yeah. they had to show that there was, hey, there's a person under here. Oh, you just ruined that now. Well, there's a force field. That's right. <laughs> Your eye, eyeball force field has been engaged. I remember them carrying on about how she's supposed to be the strong woman character. And blah, blah. And she was in she's 40 useless. seconds. Come she on. was in 40 seconds it, of the movie. It would be great if she was, but yeah. It's like <laughs> In every movie, she's had less than a minute worth of minute or two worth of screen time. I would, so have, rather seen, keep... I would have rather seen more of her fighting Finn than the... the side mission and the code breaker dude yeah oh definitely yeah she's she's supposed to be this badass character yeah she makes her armor out of old star cruiser metal that's where the chromium comes from Mm, so she's like salvaged that and it's like and there's apparently she's there's she's got comic books and stuff of her but it's like still it comes back to the whole could you do some stuff in your movies that are cool instead of just the comic books and books yeah well actually having this as a multimedia affair causes more of our problems and plot holes than anything because they know that the average viewer doesn't care but yep. people like us will go "Ooh, what about phasma she's supposed to be awesome oh there's this comic book series there's this uh book there's this tv series that's going to include her and we'll go out of our way to watch it yeah they hmm. dumb it down for the lowest common denominator yeah i don't disagree that's what they with did that. with star trek yeah yeah sadly star, star what mm-hmm. exactly you mean Orville, which is much better. Lame. No. Blasphemy, Jared. Orville is <laughs> so, so much better than I'm Star Trek. I'm with Jared Trek. on this one. We, we differ when, as far as it comes to Ant-Man, but as far as Orville's <laughs> concerned, we're, I'm on board. Yeah. I, I'm I still like trying to find a redeeming quality about Orville. Uh, you know what? As, as far as I'm concerned, its first redeeming quality is that you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like it either, so. Shut up, Adam. Like show. I like it. <laughs> Stop See, whining. and if Adam agrees with me, that's obviously proof that he's right. How much well, I'm the immortal iron fish. <laughs> How much have you, have you watched, Adam? Uh, one episode. <laughs> he watched the pilot. Dude, he watched the pilot like and didn't watch anything else. And I'm watch, like, uh, just do it. Just watch them. First of all, Look, I don't have. I'll time. watch Rebels if you watch Orville. <laughs> <laughs> we just, all right, we just shook on it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> So, <laughs> speaking of Orville and STD, um, STD. Go- yes. yes, it's STD. It literally is. So, are we done with Star Star Trek or Star Wars before we get into? Can Star we take Trek? a bathroom break right quick? No, yep. hang on. Before you do the bathroom break, let's go around the room. A A A through F. How would you grade this movie? I'm just curious. Oh, like, yeah. right no, off that's the a good way to end it. Yeah, let's do okay. that. Right. Jared. Uh, B plus. <laughs> Don't think about it so long. Uh, uh, B plus. Okay. Uh, Alex. B plus, and by far the best of the saga, Star Wars movies. Like all the Star Wars. All movies? eight or nine, if you include. 
Rogue One. It's not quite as good as Rogue One, but it's better than one through seven. Uh, Joe? Wow. I'll give it a B. Lane? An even C. As opposed to an odd C. <laughs> not a C plus, <laughs> not a C minus, just a C. Gotcha. Oh, D minus. I, I enjoyed about as much as I did enjoy. Your time is up, sir. Um, I'll, I'll say a B. I mean, you're certainly not perfect, but I did enjoy it. And hey, it had, um, I like the point. <laughs> I need to find one like that. And the green Yopi. Oh, good lord. I laughed out loud in that theater. Nobody laughed. Yeah. Nobody. And really? Ryan looks over at me like, what? I'm like, that was hilarious. <laughs> See, I immediately recognized that creature from Star Wars Galaxies we used yeah. to play back in the day. Yeah. It's an Eopi, it's and they're an like four-legged creatures that roam um, Corellia, and somehow they're just sitting lazily on, <laughs> on the beach of this island in the middle of nowhere going, I milk my tits. <laughs> hey, they were sunbathing. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that just looked so creepy. It looked, I don't so, know, the, the way it was laying there and uh, sitting there, it looked too humanoid, yeah. so, and I, so, I'm just thinking... The creepiest part of it, the very creepiest part of it, was the look that he gives her after he yeah, takes a drink. Exactly, and that's He's where like, I laughed. Yes, he took that and just oh, looked yeah. at it. I, I loved his look. I cracked up laughing. It was like that is so Mark Hamill. Blue so I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go off on a tangent real quick. Blue Adam, milk, yeah. Oh lord, Adam. Oh lord. Your your comment in the last episode. Uh, with Punisher and the gratuitous sex scenes. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Wasn't that just Stop about it. as bad? That's, <laughs> in a movie? That's, that's gratuitous nursing scenes is what that Bulb. is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. All right. Bulbous lactating EOP tits. <laughs> I don't believe it. Oh, wait, your weapon. I mean you no harm. <laughs> Why wish you become Jedi? for Star Wars this time. Um, next time, what are we doing? We're going to get all wibbly-wobbly and timey-wimey. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yes. We're going to yes. talk about Doctor Who, all Doctor Who, all the time. Timey-wimey loveliness. Yes. Doctor so, you have a couple of days to get on Amazon Prime and go watch a time and freaking an adventure in space. I did. Did you? I did. Like it? Yes. Good. So everyone else, go watch it. I'm sure you'll enjoy the Christmas special more. Already have. Good. Yeah. Oh, it'll definitely tie into the to the oh. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it helps a lot. And um, yeah, so we'll do that next time. Have a happy Christmas, as they say. In, happy and, Christmas. Um, we say Merry Christmas here, and we're gonna party our way out of here. Yeah. Oh. Bye. Oh. oh. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>